Sex Unshamed. Hey, what's going on? You're looking for a podcast that unshamed sex. I think we can help. Don't talk. Just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Ah. Now zip up and put your headphones on. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, lovers. It's Sean Lee, and I'm so happy to be with you again today. All right, this week's review for the Blow His Mind With Your Mouth book is All I Can Say Is O-M-G. Last night, I did the Sean Lee twist, and my husband came in like five minutes, and that has never happened. Thank you so much. (laughs) And if you're wondering what the Sean Lee twist is, you're going to have to get the book because it is a patented idea. All right, you guys, today is going to be a lot of fun because I got to thinking about sex drive and over the holidays and sometimes in regular life, it's like our sex lives just plummet and we don't get to have as much sex as we want. And then all of a sudden we notice it's been a couple of weeks or it's been a couple of months or for some people it's been a couple of years. Now, I want to go on the record as saying have sex every day. Okay, I just let's just talk a little energy and a little universe for a second. Whatever your belief in God is, and I know there are a lot of people out there who have some very challenging religious beliefs about this, but the universe is really clear. God is really clear. Love is the ruling, you know, it's love and nothing else, right? From that vantage point, sex feels so good. It feels so good. I mean, think about when you were a virgin and you couldn't wait to lose your virginity. Like, and then you did, and then you wanted more of it. And then you might get married and you might have a bunch of it. And then all of a sudden you stop having it. Well, here's the thing. Your sex drive is a personal matter. It isn't your partner's fault you're not having sex. It isn't your partner's fault that you're not feeling sexy. Now, if you're with someone and they're absolutely refusing to have sex with you, you have to stop and ask a better question. And that is, why don't you want to have sex with me? And if you don't want to have sex with me, could we maybe figure out what's going on? Because this is a problem. The difference between roommates, the difference between friendship, the difference between anything is sex, right? Now, you've heard me say before that sex is the glue that holds relationships together. And think about that. Sex is sticky. It's icky. It's wicky. I just, icky's not the right word, but y'all know what I mean. It's like, it's messy and it's luscious and it's sweaty. And it's, and, and when you have an orgasm, it's like the best feeling in the world. There is no one in the world who would deny that an orgasm feels the best. And to me, that's one of the most spiritual experiences you can have. Because no matter what you believe about our creator, we were made to have orgasms. <laughs> okay. So from that vantage point, when I think about my sex drive, and I haven't had a partner for a long time, I still masturbate, I still fantasize, I still do the things that make me feel sexy. I was talking to a friend recently, and she's about 40, 45, and she said, I just don't have a sex drive anymore. She said, I don't care. I said, go to the doctor, check your hormones. And she's like, what's the big deal? I was like, are you serious right now? Sex is... Sex is the way life begins on this planet. It is the most fun we can have. Orgasms feel amazing. Why would you not want to be having it? And she says, you know, I just don't even think about it. We've got a lot going on with the kids and this and that. And so I said to her, how does your body feel about you not having sex? 
And she said, what do you mean? I said, bodies love to be touched. Bodies love to have sex. Bodies love to be caressed. How does your body feel? She said, I don't know. I said, have you asked your body? She said, what are you talking about? I said, you need to make friends with your body. And men, this goes for you too. If you are not making friends with your body, then you're not getting the full benefit of life. That's how I feel about it. When I was a figure competitor, when I was training with my trainer, she used to say to me, listen to your body. And I didn't even know what that meant. But when I would say, I would be lifting some weights and she would, and I would say, this hurts. And she would stop me and she would say, does it hurt or does your mind think you're done? And I went, oh, because it was uncomfortable, but it wasn't hurt. Like there's a difference between, you know, pushing yourself to the limits and hurting yourself. And so she used to tell me, listen to your body. And I got to a point with my body where I was like, okay, this is enough weight or this is too much or anything. And if you think about it, your body is supposed to be your best friend because your body rules the world. Like, let's just hold it here. You have a world. It has whatever people that are in it. It has whatever jobs that are in it. It has whatever children that are in it. It has whatever activities you like to do that are in it. But if your body says we're staying in bed all day, there's not a damn thing you can do. So it, it's really important to make friends with your body. And about, I don't even know how many years it's been now, but I said to my body, all right, let's make a deal. Now, I talk to my body out loud because that's how I do everything. I talk for everything. And I said to my body, let's make a deal. I will feed you well. I will hydrate you. And I will take you to the gym and train you. And in exchange for that, you don't break down. And I will tell you this. When I have not done that, when I have broken my end of the bargain, my body shows up and says, did you forget our deal? And it's true. So if you're in a space with yourself where your sex drive is not as high as you want it to be, that's a conversation between you and your body. And usually it's because you haven't been nurturing it. Now, I am one of those people who my mom told me at 16 years old, if I wanted to wear makeup, I had to put moisturizer on my face. And I'm so appreciative today of that lesson because I don't have any lines on my face because I slather moisturizer all over my face. And I was standing naked in the shower about, oh, I guess about six months ago. And I looked down and all of a sudden I got this awareness from my body that said, you lotion your face, you moisturize your face, you pay all this attention to your face. Have you forgotten that we have skin everywhere else? Because I'd kind of gotten a little lax in lotioning my body and nurturing it. So from that point on, I started putting oil on in the shower. I started putting lotion on afterwards. Um, I started making sure that I didn't skip my facials and my massages and my self-care. And all of a sudden, my body started responding better. And the more that I do that, the more water that I drink, the more things that I do, the sexier I feel. And so when I run my own hands over my own skin, it feels amazing. But... If you don't do those things for yourself, and guys, this is true for you too. If you're sitting on the couch and you're drinking beer every weekend and you're not getting physical in your physical body, if you're not, what I mean by that is if you're not getting outside, if you're not walking, if you're not running, if you're not playing, if you're not going to the gym and you're just sitting there, what is your body's telling you? Because like I said, a body in motion and I don't care what your weight is. This is not about, you know, lose weight or anything like that. But if you're not taking care of all of you, and I mean inside, outside, upside, downside, then you're not living life to the fullest. And I know like when I'm a little heavier, when I've been eating too many uh, snacks and I haven't been working out like I need to, my body will show up in ways like extra weight and or it'll show up in ways that 
I don't appreciate. And I'll tell you one time I had not been taking care of my body and I had not been doing it for a really long time. And I ended up in the hospital with some random pain that nobody could find the cause of. And when I went home, I just knew, I just knew it was my body saying, I told you, I'm going to break down if you don't take care of me. So when I think about my sex drive, I want everything lubricated. So I have gotten into this habit where I am drinking so much water that I feel like a water buffalo sometimes. It's like, drink more water, drink more water, drink more water. And everybody knows that. But when you understand that it takes years off your face, that it takes pounds off your body, when you understand that it's everything that your body is, and I just want to go on the record and say, you know, if you know, if you knew that your body was made of 80% water and you knew that water was a great conduit, which we all know that, right? We know electricity travels through water. Then when you enter into this kind of intimate relationship with your body and you're like, okay, I want to have a high sex drive. Your body's like, let's go, but you got to make enough water so you can lubricate. And guys, this goes for you too, because you have to orgasm and ejaculate. And it is much easier on everyone and much nicer to swallow, by the way, when you have more fluids in you. The other thing I want you to think about when you're making friends with your body is how are you talking to your body? Because your body is so responsive. Your body will do anything you want it to do. So let me put this in perspective. If you are looking in the mirror and you are saying, I'm so fat, your body's like, I guess we're going to get some more fat because she apparently likes it. It's what I'm hearing. If you're looking at your face and you're saying, oh, I have lines on my face or, oh, my cock isn't working or whatever it is, your body's like, okay, this is what we're doing because that's the signals you're sending it. So if you are saying to your body, your body, I love you so much. Like I have a practice of hugging myself every morning before I get out of bed, before I see anybody, before I talk to anyone. I literally, I lay in bed and I hug myself. I love you, Sean Light. And I have those conversations with myself all the time. But when I look at my body in the mirror and I go, okay, body, see that dimple on my left butt cheek? That needs to go away. And I will be divinely guided to fix it. I will be divinely guided to drink more water. I will be divinely guided to, you know, eat more foods that, that are conducive to my goals. Your body is the best receiver of everything that happens in this world. Do you ever notice like if you're driving somewhere and you randomly take a wrong turn, you're like, why did I do this? And then you find out there's been a traffic jam and you missed it. That divine guidance that guides your body to do that without you even thinking about it is that same divine guidance that will guide you into drinking more water, into eating better, into getting out. But you have to pay attention to those signals. But if you're not friends with your body, you can misread those signals. And if your body doesn't know what you want, it will misread your signals too. That's why you have to make friends with your body. Your sex drive and the pleasure you get in sex depends on it. And also, if you tell your body specifically, body, I would like my ass to be tight. Body, I would like my, my skin to be soft. Your body will naturally guide you to the things that fill those goals. So if you're at war with your body, and I want you to know I have been, as much as my body and I are so in alignment right now, I've been at war with my body, and it sounds something like this. You should go to the gym. That's my body talking, right? Well, I really want to stay home and watch this TV show but you should go to the gym, but I want to watch this TV show. Well, okay, you should go to the gym. Well, I want to eat this donut. Well, you should go to the gym, okay? That's my body argument. <laughs> now, other people might have other arguments, but this is my body argument. And so that nudging, that internal nudging, 
that's the thing I'm talking about. Same thing is true here for making love. You should make love. You should have sex. Yeah, but I don't feel like it. If we get started, we're going to have a good time. You get those nudges. It comes in in those little ideas. And if you want to have the best sex of your life, you have to fall in love with your body. you got to love the way it looks. You know, after competing in figure shows, you're kind of messed up in the head a little bit about what beauty could be. And I was on a vacation recently, and I was watching these Jamaican women, and they were they were bedonk donk beautiful chocolate skin, and they were big girls. And they were on this ship, and they were dancing like there was no tomorrow, like they had no shame. And I sat there and looked at these beautiful women, just as sexy as you can imagine. And it really kind of hit home for me that I thought that being sexy and having a good sex drive has something to do with the size of my body, when it really just has everything to do with the size of my love for myself. Well, you know, here's the way I feel about it. The more I love myself, the more I stand in the mirror and rub all over myself, the more I find my sex drive revs up. And so, you know, everyone wants to say, I don't, you know, we're not having sex. And I get a lot of those letters, you guys. But at the end of the day, if you can't have sex with your lover for whatever reason, have sex with yourself. I'm a big fan of masturbation. But if you can't have sex with your lover because they don't want to have sex with you, it, you know... You got to talk to them. If there's nothing medically wrong, are they just not that into you anymore? Because that happens too, and people evolve. But at the end of the day, the person you should be having the most sex with is you. And the sexiest organ you can have is between your two ears. And you have to speak kindly to your body. And you have to tell her how beautiful she is. And you have to tell him how hot he is. And guys, if your cock is not working, have a conversation with your body. Because those of you who go to the doctor and the doctor says there's nothing wrong with you, we can't find anything wrong with you, it's in your head. Which means you have performance anxiety or you're not turned on by someone. But at the end of the day, if you are not turned on by yourself, you will never be turned on by anyone else. So get turned on. <laughs> so have a good time. So be alone in your room. And even if you're married, take all your clothes off and just rub all over yourself. Put some rubber sheets on the bed and spread oil all over you and just slick around in that. You don't need to have anybody with you to do that. But it's always fun to do it with a partner. But it's more fun to do it with yourself first. That's one of the biggest things that came out of my, my last relationship. If there's no one around, what turns me on? What makes me feel good? What, what is it that I love the most? And so that exploration can happen and should happen all the time. Because if you've been with a partner for a really long time and it's gotten routine, spend some time with yourself and say, okay, if this person wasn't here and I'm all by myself here, what would I want to try? What would feel good to me? What things do have I heard about that, I, that I'm scared to bring up? Because if you can do that to someone else, do it to yourself, right? If you're wanting to try... Like, let's say you, you think feet are sexy, which, you know, I think feet are very sexy. And you'd like to rub somebody's feet and you'd like to play with their feet. Play with your own. Just start there. See how sensual it feels. Because if you can't do that to yourself, how do you know you're going to do it to anyone else and feel good about it? You want to feed those needs in you. And sex for me, and it should be for everyone, is a need. It's how we release stress. It's how we populate this planet. It's how we feel when someone is inside us or someone is 
making love to us. It, it's the most beautiful experience you can ever have. And if you've got some religious proclivities that say it's wrong, I might check your work a little bit. Because if you are in the image of your creator and your creator made sex fun, then you might think about that. All right, my loves, as we get out of here today, make sure you pick up your my, copy of my new book, Blow His Mind With Your Mouth. Oh, and before I forget, okay, I have to tell you guys what's going on. So this is just going to be about me for a minute. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about I. I want to talk, Remember that Toby, Toby Keith song? Okay. Um, so I, I, a couple of you have sent me some emails. You know that I sold my house in Florida. And I said that I would relocate to North Carolina. And I'm just telling you this because I'm Airbnb-ing it all over the country right now. And if you hear snoring in my, in my episodes, I have a French bulldog named Charming and Charming snores. <laughs> and so I've done my best to edit out his snores. But if you hear it, that's what that is. And if you see us around in your town, he is a white French bulldog. His name is Prince Charming of Happiness. And we are in, we are all over the country right now. So I just want to let you guys know if that if you hear that in the recording, that's what that's about. All right, my loves, as I get out of here today, you know how this goes. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you. But you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job. You've been listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming sex. Unshaming sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll see you next time. Pervert. Pervert.